booby. You doing okay? <laughs> I'm okay. I am a little afraid that I'm going to have a cyst burst. Um, oh. I'm in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of pain at work today, and I just kind of, like, pushed through it and ignored it. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I might just drop in the shower. But I'm sitting down now, and I'm better, um, like, in a um, sat position. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But- uh, yeah. I don't know. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a good day. No complaints here. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm that's reading awesome. this book that's blowing my mind hole. What book is that? It's called, uh, I think it's just called Mindset. I think it's all it's called. Or like <laughs> psychology. Mind hole. <laughs> mind hole. Um, <laughs> or like psychology of mindset basically it's about fixed mindset versus growth mindset fixed Mm -hmm. mindset is like you believe that your like intelligence and creativity and like all of your personal traits are all like inherent um and that they can't really be changed and growth mindset is like they can be substantially changed um and I'm, I have a pretty, I have a fairly strong fixed mindset, uh, <laughs> especially when it comes to myself. Uh, and so reading the book, I was like, oh man, like it, it was, um, it's been pretty awesome. I get hard on uh, self-help books though. So it's definitely <laughs> my jam, but, um, it's been really cool. It's made me feel very good to read it. Um, good. it's like, oh I'm wow, so I could be a better human and like have control over that. Like, it, I don't know. It gives you permission to not judge yourself anymore. Um, oh. <laughs> and so that's pretty cool. <laughs> good. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you're reading that. That sounds like, sounds like a good thing for you to have. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I just downed a glass of wine. Maybe that Bye. was a mistake. Not sure. <laughs> not sure. Hey, guess what I got in the mail? Was it your uh, steaming supplies? Yes, I, all of my herbs, and I opened them, and your sweet, sweet mother included this, like, wonderful, beautiful note that was, like, personal to me, and it explaining everything and how to use all the herbs and what to do, and then she also included, uh, like, a package of some loose-leaf tea, and, like, it told me how she likes to drink her tea and to stay warm after I do the steam and then, to, like, steep some tea and just enjoy it and, and stay warm, which was just, like, That's such so a sweet, sweet note. And she signed it Mama Ginger. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. It was just so, it warmed my heart. That's really sweet. I love that. Um, yeah, me too. If you guys want to go ahead and follow my mom, I'll just plug her <laughs> in uh, on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. Madam, M-A-D-M. M. M-A-D-M. The wine was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> Growth mindset. Not going to do that again. Oh, oh God. Follow my mom uh, for Yoni steaming tips, for tarot readings, for oracle card readings, for uh, women's circles, sensuality, contemplations, uh, all that fun jazz. She's a witch. She's, she's a tarotist. 
soon to be a certified uh, yoni steaming, I don't know, clinician? I don't really know what the term is, but um, she's rad. You can follow her on Instagram uh, at madam, M-A-D-A-M-E, period, moonflower, one word, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> there's a D at, there, sorry, there's an E at the end of madam, which I didn't. I, I would know. like to also spell it out for the listeners. M-A-D-A-M-E, period. M-O-O-N-F-L-O-W-E-R. Did I spell it wrong? That's the handle. <laughs> That's the handle. In case you missed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the wine was a mistake. I'm really sorry I butchered that, Mom. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad that you had it. But that's free. She gets free advert. That's that's the tea. She gets free advertising, um, and that's that. You know. <laughs> we do. When are you we getting want. your your herbs, dude? I still haven't fucking asked her for any. I've what been. What the hell? I've been bad friend. I know. I'm sorry. We're gonna I'm, do this together. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll fucking. I'll call her tonight. Okay? It's okay. I'll I was. Call her tonight. I told her I was going to do it this week, but then I started bleeding. And you're not supposed to do it while you're bleeding, so I have to wait. I see. Oh, that sucks. And you're dealing with your cysts, too. Well, that's why I'm bleeding. I'm not on my period. I'm just bleeding. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know cool. that. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Reach out to my mother if you are also struggling with ovarian cysts or postpartum vagina or anything she could probably help you out you know anyway she's a cool lady yeah she's thick <laughs> you know who else is a cool lady who's that sandra bullock <sighs> from 1998 and nicole 1998 nicole kidman and Dude, oh. they are oh. so perfect the two They're of them so hot they're so hot. They're they're banging. Their bodies are like peak, peak I, like I fitness. Just, yeah, I cannot. Yeah, Casper, watch. Okay, okay. <laughs> Is it fantasy time? Oh yeah, hell yeah, it's fantasy. Hell time. yeah, it's fantasy time. We're ready. Do you like boys with wings, or maybe horns or tails? Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters like maybe vampires? Do werewolves make you cream? Uh, then welcome to our podcast. This is the place for you. Freaks and geeks are welcome, and weebs will take you too. Fantasy time starts now. Set sail to a land of books and joy and big dicks. Okay. So this week, Paris and I watched Practical Magic, the 1998 film featuring Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, also featuring, um, fucking, what's her face? Stockard Channing. Hell yeah, from Greece. It, from Greece, Rizzo, come on, stop it. And Diane Weist, which I recognize her, but I don't know where she's from. Wait, Stockard Channing is also from uh, the movie that we... <laughs> We watched together where uh, it's about drag queens that go on a road trip. Oh my god! What was it called? She was in Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yes, great. One of the best films ever made. Holy shit! I love that movie so much. Me too. 
I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Okay, I first, because I'm, I'm Googling these things while we're reading this, Tu Wong Fu has a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, but False. a 95, 94% critics rating. I don't fucking get it. You critics, I can't. I cannot no, I don't give a you shit bastards. about Rotten Tomatoes. That movie is so special and wonderful, and we should just watch that and do that on the podcast I, too. I think we should. And you know what? <laughs> what's really upsetting? What? Practical Magic has a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. I can't. I cannot. How disrespectful. So rude. To a cult classic. Meanwhile, I watched the movie Ad Astra featuring Brad Pitt. It came out in 2019. It's about Brad Pitt as this like overpowered astronaut. And he has to like travel to Neptune to find his dad, who's also an astronaut, who's been like floating around in outer space. They thought he was dead, but he's not. And it's basically like this art house film where like Brad Pitt is just like a straight white man with depression and daddy issues. Hi. And it's just like two hours of nonsense. That it's, sounds it's, like the most white 20 something year old uh, like boy who really is into cinema film. You know what? <laughs> it was recommended to us by Casper's best friend, Michael. And um, that about sums it up. Love you, Michael. You're probably not <laughs> listening to my podcast, even though we're friends. Um, but I respect that. It's fine. See, this is not necessarily your kind of shtick. But how dare you impress Ad Astra onto me? Casper <laughs> fell asleep. I watched all two hours of that trash. And you know what? It has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. I cannot. I... Yeah, Michael, if you ever want to speak to Fallon again, go watch Practical Magic. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Michael could probably hear me in the other room. I think he's playing video games with Casper. But whatever. Give me your view. Listen to my podcast. See if I care. Um, so yeah, we watched Practical Magic. And bitch, I have been singing Faith Hills This, this Kiss. Kiss, this kiss. I don't want another heartbreak. Oh my I god. That scene It's so no. iconic. She's wearing the boots and the cut-off denim shorts oh and her little god. like crop white top with and she the just, fucking like fringe the, and she the runs. like lettuce hem. All oh. the dogs, the dogs run the behind dogs are her chasing her cuz they can smell the pheromones of this spell. <laughs> oh, oh I I I have never cried so quickly in a like that scene, like the, the, the song started and I knew it was coming because I've watched this movie several times and I was like, oh, this is where they, they kiss and, or like this is where, you know, they, they collide. Yes. And the, she's running the dogs and I'm like, oh my God, I feel a little, and they kiss and I just start weeping. Like the <laughs> tears are just streaming down my face and I was like, it's the way you love me. Oh my God. It's a feeling like this. And I was just like, ugh, I was overwhelmed. Okay. I just love the part where she like writes the letter to Jillian and she's like, and a husband I just can't stop kissing. Uh, and I'm like, oh, good for him. you, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> you did it right, girl. You did it right. Oh, my God. What a treat. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so maybe we should provide some context. 
for women. If you haven't seen the film Practical Magic, you're probably wondering what we're talking about. Maybe. Uh, Practical Magic is the story of two witch sisters. They are a part of the Owens. They're from the Owens line clan. and it's set in 1998 uh and their family the women in their family um is haunted by this curse cast on them by uh, their ancestor their not so distant ancestor um from like uh colonial puritan times yeah yeah uh who was a witch they're all witches um and she was kind of a sleut, but then she fell in love with a guy, and then she got she pregnant. Was, she was just like, all of the men in town fancied her, including, yeah. including the married ones. Yes, you know, true. So not a sleut. A, a sleut by the other colonial women's standards, for sure. Um, she just really hot. She was really she, hot. She was hot as fuck. And like, all the other people anyone? were jealous, you know? Yeah. They were jealous. They were ugly, uh, old, you know, butter-churning hags. And she was a hot, hot mama. <laughs> and uh, she, they tried to hang her, didn't work, so they uh, exiled her. And she waited for her baby daddy to come join her, and he never, he never came. So in her heartbreak, she cast a spell on herself to never fall in love, but that spell turned into a curse that meant any man that loved her, I think mutually loved her. Um, Loves an Owens woman. An Owens woman would fucking die. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. So flash forward to um, these two sisters and their mother. Their mother died of a broken heart because her husband um, fell victim to Mm -hmm. said curse. Which I love that the way she knows that her husband's gonna die, she can hear the death beetle, and it's like clicking and like running around in the sand, and she's been hearing it all day long, so she knows that it's gonna happen, which is just like the worst. Could you imagine? No, I'd be freaking out. Yeah, that would really suck. That would drive you insane. Before you died of heartbreak, you died of, you die of, I don't know, insanity. Yeah, it would be Neuroticism. Yeah, nuts. Um, so, starring Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, they are the sisters. We watch them grow up. Sally by and their, Jillian. Sally and Jillian. Sally, played by Nicole Kidman. Is that right? No, Incorrect. Sally, played by... <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Fuck. Sally, played by Sandra Bullock. Jillian, played by hot-ass Nicole Kidman. Chris. Raised by their two badass witch aunts, played by Stalker Channing and... Um, Diane Weist. Weist? 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 Sure. Weist? Sure. Whatever. Um, so it's, it's the, the premise. I mean, what more could you ask for? <laughs> what more could you ask for in a premise? But then also, top it off, remind you, it's 98. Okay? Paris Peak and I are a year old. Fashion. Fashion. We're talking straight neck necklines. We're talking square necklines. We're talking maxi skirts. We're talking floral prints. We are talking thin, tiny little rectangular sunglasses. Knitted cardigans. We're talking crop tops. We are talking no bras, just camis. High-waisted mom jeans. We're talking boots, skirts, and sneakers, okay? In addition to the aunt's wardrobe, which is stunning witch antique attire okay yes just 
a, a thriftist's wet dream, a vintage <laughs> wet dream, carrying Hats. around parasols, bonnets, coats, cloaks, okay? <laughs> All in the setting of a charming coastal town that in... is... <laughs> I was, I was going to uh, try and think of where it is, but um, I don't know. It's like, it's, okay, it's in a car, a char, oh, fuck me. Okay, hold on. <sighs> Set on an island. It is a coastal town because it's an island, so there's water mm-hmm. on all sides of it. <laughs> and they live in the most amazing house that's like also a lighthouse. They have like a big tower. Um Yeah, they like live a in my dream house. I know. Dude, their kitchen, their kitchen, oh my God. and then their greenhouse attached to the kitchen. The greenhouse, the greenhouse is so beautiful. And I love, um, their kitchen has like lots of glass. It has like the, the glass cabinets where you can like see mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. Oh my God. And a big island. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. So that's just to set the scene for you. Visually, as a woman, as a woman born in 97, okay, this, the aesthetic is just impeccable of this yes. film, okay? And it just is like, you watch this and that's where you want to be, you know? I the just want to live in a house full of uh, lady witches, you know? Oh my God. And sprinkled in throughout, I cannot, I cannot get over the 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. I just, fuck you, okay? <laughs> fuck Fuck you. Because sprinkled out throughout the fashion, okay, the sentiment, the beautiful home decor and interior design, the just the general vibe are all of these little traditions that are subtly and not so subtly placed throughout the story, throughout the relationships. Midnight margaritas. Dancing naked under the full moon. I don't know the words. Doctor, is there nothing I can take as a doctor? Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I love, I love that the way that they happen upon the midnight margaritas is like Jillian just kind of like brushes her finger across Sally's nose and wakes her up, and they hear she hears the sound of blenders like downstairs, and she's like. Midnight margaritas! Like, it's just, uh, it's so amazing. It's so magic. And then it turns into a party. And then it turns into not a party. But it turns mm-hmm. into a party. Um, that was, yeah. So, uh, and I have okay, to give on. credit before, <laughs> what's that? I was just going to say, fin- you should finish what you're saying and then go back to the uh, the story. <laughs> like, the, yes, the yeah, yeah. fucking, oh, what's it called? <laughs> the plot. The plot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, and before, okay, before we go any further, I do have to give credit to my grandmother because she was the one who introduced me to this film. This is one of her favorite films along with Pride and Prejudice, but I think, I have a feeling Practical Magic is above Pride. Well, I don't know. I don't know. My grandma loves this movie and I grew up watching it with her. And when I was watching it as a kid, it was pretty spooky for me. It was like, Mm. there are a lot of adult themes, um, like domestic violence and just like true love and heartbreak and devastation and like all this kind of stuff that was, it it feels heavy as a kid watching it. You know, this is not like 
it's it is a fun film but it also has a lot of like heavy themes and Mm -hmm. so i didn't really appreciate it as much as a kid Mm -hmm. but watching it as an adult has been so fucking rewarding and i think really worthy of a spot on fantasy time um yeah i just want to say that so shout out to mama thank you my grandma (laughs) i will not give out her instagram handle because I have a feeling she wouldn't want that, but that's fine. Okay, moving on to the plot. <laughs> so, um, the sisters, they're orphaned. Their mom, their dad, dead. Bye. They grow up with their aunts. And the girls grow up, um, they grow up obviously in the same household, but their paths differ as they grow older. One, uh, Sally, is terrified of falling in love. So she creates a spell for herself um, where she lists off these uh, characters of a man, like her dream guy. He can flip pancakes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The character traits of her dream guy. So he can flip pancakes. His favorite color is a star. He has one (laughs) green eye and one blue eye. All these things. His favorite color is a star. (laughs) Did I say that? (laughs) Yes. His favorite shape is a star. (laughs) His favorite color is a star. I said what I said, okay? Um, Fuck, man, the wine. I just had one glass. Maybe I drank it too fast? I don't know. Oh, I drank it on an empty stomach. That's what I did. Oh, that'll be dirty. Okay, anyway. His favorite color is a star. Okay, all of these things that um, she doesn't really consider to be real. She's like, there's no way this guy could exist if if I build him this way. He's super kind, etc. So she's like... Uh, this is the guy for me. Obviously, he doesn't exist. And because he doesn't exist, I'll never fall in love. Excellent. Cool. Eight-year-old Sally got it on lock. Jillian, however, is like, I am a redhead. I am adventurous. <laughs> I cannot wait to fall in love. I have bangs. I have bangs. I'm hot. I'm sexy. Okay? I want seek adventure. And so as they grow older, Sally just wants nothing more to be normal than to be normal. Jillian wants nothing more than to fall in love. So Jillian leaves home relatively early in pursuit of men. Adventure? She like runs away with a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, that she, you know, feels like she's in love with or like really, really likes. And they, they like run off together in the middle of the night. And uh, before they do that, she and Sally make a blood pact. To, like, mm-hmm. always... Die together. Yeah, be together and die together at the same time. Like, notebook style. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but more blood involved. <laughs> There's a lot of blood. And no fucking. <laughs> 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 anyway, she runs off with a boyfriend. And then Sally stays with the aunts. Who, they they want her to fall in love. And they cast a spell. and Which is why she runs with the dogs. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, and mind you, they've been bullied their whole lives growing up. Like, the kids of the town do not accept them. They're like, witch, oh, witch, witch, you're a bitch. Yeah, exactly. They, like, taunt them, throw rocks at them. They're bullied. It's not cool because they're scared of them since they're witches and their house is very mysterious, etc. Um, and so Jillian's like, I don't fucking want anything to do with this. Goodbye. Farewell. And Sally wants nothing more than to just be normal. She just wants to fit in. 
She just wishes she could be a square. She has this powerful gift of magic, but she refuses to use it because she knows that's what makes her different. Um, But because she's so fucking miserable and is always like, I wish I could be happy. I wish I could be normal. The ants. um, uh, What's the word? Not coerce. The ants fucking. They just give her a little push, you know, a little little nudge. A little nudge, a little spell work. You know, one thing leads to another. She falls in love with this very sweet, handsome worker man in town. The Apple Man. The Apple Man. Um, And they have two kids that look just like Sally and Jillian did when they were younger. And she's like madly in love with this guy. He's madly in love with her. They're just living like the blissful American marriage that we all wanted growing up and then the motherfucker dies <laughs> then he fucking dies she hears the death beetle it's ticking she pries up the floorboards trying to get to it but she doesn't get to it in time and he almost dies by getting run over by bicyclists he survives that and then just gets taken out by a truck yeah just fucking bopped he gets knocked the fuck out um and so she falls into a, a deep depression and reaches out to her sister, who's been uh, doing, enjoying her own escapades. She has taken a fancy to, what the fuck is his name? Jimmy Angelo. But really quick, before she does that, she goes yeah. to the aunts and she's like, bring him back. I know you can do it. I know you have the power. It's in this book. You fucking resurrect him right now. She like totally goes Feyre on them and is like, bring him back right now. <laughs> And they're like, no, honey, your recent is dead. They won't They won't revive him because they know that if they do, he'll come back, but it won't be him. It'll be something dark and evil. So, like, his body will be alive and walking around, but whatever is inside of him in his soul, it won't be him. So the aunts tell her, no, we won't do that, and you don't ever do that. So she kind of, like, accepts his death and is very sad. Um, yeah. And that's when she writes a letter to her sister. Right. Yeah. After a little while, she's like, ah, I miss love. Damn it. Mm-hmm. But that's never going to happen. So fuck it. Whatever. I'll just be a sad girl. Um, and Jillian, we discover, has been enjoying her own escapades, as I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, she meets Jimmy Angelo. Is that his name? Angelo, I think. Angelo? It's like it... not Angelo. She pronounces it It's like Angelo. Angelo. Okay. Jimmy. He's from like Romania. He's from Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Oh. Jimmy Angelov. Yes. Jimmy Angelov. A-N-G-E. Angelov. Okay. Angelov. Yeah. Um, who's the sexy vampire cowboy. He's not really a vampire. He just looks like one. Um... And he's, like, super intense, and they fuck all the time. Um, But then their relationship sort of quickly turns sour, and Sally has to um, rescue her sister. And Mm -hmm. shit goes down and does not happen in the most convenient way for that. And um, I don't know. I kind of don't want to spoil it for people (laughs) who haven't seen it yet. What? No? Okay. Should we spoil it? (laughs) No, if you're listening to this, oh, well, here, we could give a spoiler warning. 
Oh, okay, good idea. Here comes a spoiler, so don't be mad, we've warned ya. You've only got yourself to blame if you keep on listening and learn some things that you really don't want to know. If so, then go. Thank God. Thank you, Barris. I yes. forgot that we have that, you know, um, option. <laughs> uh, Sally has to go rescue Jillian from this abusive relationship. Uh, Jimmy uh, punches Nicole Kidman, Jillian, in the face. And Fucking she's rude. like, I got to go. Yeah. And the only way that she can, like, get reprieve from him is by drugging him with, um, what was it? Donna? Belladonna. Belladonna. Yeah. Um, but... In their attempted escape, Jimmy kind of captures them and kidnaps them and forces Sally to drive. And um, through a series of events, they drug Jimmy and that motherfucker dies. I think he ODs. (laughs) Yeah, she puts too much belladonna in his tequila and he just fucking, he just eats it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So they have to deal with a dead Jimmy. They just have this like, body in the back of their car. Yeah. In the back of his car. Oh, his car. Yes. Which is no good. So they take him back to the house and they resurrect him. Um, but once he's resurrected, because he's, he's already to, evil. <laughs> he's already evil. Yeah. So there's not really a big deal. Um, you know, they just need him to be alive so they don't go to jail. <laughs> and But once he's resurrected, he fucking tries to kill Jillian again, like right away. And so He's again, like super evil. Sally kills him, but this time she whacks him over the head with a cast iron skillet. <laughs> like <laughs> four times. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> she shatters his cranium. Like it's Dunsies. There's no coming back from that, Jimmy. Um, no. And so they bury him in the yard. Or so they think. <laughs> They've resurrected Jimmy once already, so he's pretty much a zombie at this point. Um, it's like an his... evil demon zombie in the ground. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like this thick, gnarly rose bush grows over his grave, and his spirit is desperately trying to return to the mortal realm. He's basically taunting them um, by doing weird shit, leaving his tequila bottle at the doorstep and his uh, frog vomits, the ring he used to wear and all this crazy shit. And um, right in the nick of time, a detective from Pinal County, Arizona, (laughs) A. You um, know where that is now? I know where that is. Wow. That's Tucson, I believe. That's two hours north of me. (laughs) Um, this sheriff rolls, oh, not sheriff, this detective rolls up and he's like, evening, ma'am. I'm here looking for Jimmy Angelov. <laughs> you seen him? They're <laughs> like, uh, nope. No, he, he hit Jillian and uh, we haven't seen him since. But the detective doesn't believe them. He knows that Be- something's up. Yeah, because they have his car. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't, like, and... fucking magic that one away. They just, like, keep it in the fucking front yard. Like, <laughs> so dumb. They're, yeah, they really should have, like, I don't know, put a sheet over it or something. But they just or leave something. it exposed. Yeah, and um, Sally, for some reason, 
realizes she can't lie to this guy. She's like really having a hard time. She just keeps spilling beans over and over. She can't keep her goddamn mouth shut. She is drawn to him and is left vulnerable vulnerable by him for some reason. So uh, she can't lie to him. And he's like, listen, ladies, I know that you did some shit. And so you better fucking get a lawyer before you talk to me any further because you're probably in big trouble and I, I care about you for some reason and I don't want you guys to get fucked but He's also like, you're like, really hot you're yeah, both you're hot. Really hot this guy is a, a domestic abuser and he looks like he killed another woman and so like I get it that he's the real bad guy here but also like you definitely killed him get a lawyer and that's against the law <laughs> that's against the law ma'am <laughs> And uh, so he, like, tries to distance himself from the sisters. But Sally, being Sally, is like, I fucking killed him, okay? I just fucking... Uh. And then they make out. They make out in the detective's Really aggressively. Room. Really aggressively. Really, Which, and, like, really suddenly. <laughs> he yeah. kind of just, like, eats her face all yeah. of a sudden. And I have to say, her husband was way hotter than that dude. Oh, yeah. I always, I'd never found the detective cowboy man attractive. I don't have anything against cowboys, but well, <laughs> I, like he was, I don't know, he was too leathery for Also me. like a flaw and something that bothers me about this movie. And the only reason I would justify the 22% on Rotten Tomatoes is that they like spend so much time over saying like, and he will have one green eye. And one blue eye. And Where the actor the green eye? has two blue eyes. And they couldn't even bother to, like, give him one green contact. They, like, literally <laughs> just, he has got two blue eyes. And then at the point where they're making out, she's, like, looking at him. She's, like, one green eye and one blue. And they're, and like, like, CGI. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, <laughs> they just, like, overlay, so, like, a green filter on, like, one of his <laughs> eyes. And they're, like, good enough. And he's, like, I was born with it. And we're, like, where is it the rest of the time, then? <laughs> like, what? It's not hard to make an actor wear one contact. It's not even two. It's just one. Like, come on. I think they were, like, trying to psych. Like, if they made it too obvious at the beginning, then people would find out, and it wouldn't be a surprising, cool realization then once they were trying to Then just don't zoom in on his eyes. Like, how, how disrespectful do you just have like, to be to us? Have him on camera from a distance, and, like, we yeah. won't really be able to tell until you focus in on his eyes later yeah. in the film. But, uh, yeah, or that Or, like, was... let us see it. I don't know. Like... Give us the green eye. Let us make understand. our assumptions. I'm... I was I was thinking about that too the whole time. I was like, oh, I see. That's a little lazy. <laughs> but that's, that's the a only, little lazy. The only reason I will I will even you know that is the only reason I will even acknowledge the twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> Fair. Fair. I was uh, I was trying to take screenshots of the movie for my Pinterest board um, after I watched it, and when you pause on Amazon because I had to, I had to buy it on I rented it on Amazon. Um, when you pause, the like smart screen of Amazon will like show you who the actors are in that scene, like yes. in that frame, and also they'll like pull up random fun facts, which it was like. Mm-hmm. Continuity error of the seance. At one point, they're holding the brooms, but the next frame, they're not. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off, Amazon. Okay, I don't need you 
digging f these holes any wider than they are, okay? <laughs> Leave them as they are. Leave them be. We don't need that. You're not helping. You're not contributing in any way to this. <laughs> Stop trying to break my illusion, all right? So, okay. um... So yeah. what were you saying? We oh. were in the, the plot. They they make out. Green eyes. She runs out. away when she sees the green eye. Because she's like, fate, no. He thinks that she was like repulsed by his green eye. And he's like, I was born with it. <laughs> uh, so she's like, like the stupidest line of the so, movie. So dumb. Yeah. So <laughs> she she's running away. And... The shit starts to go down with Jimmy Angela. He, like, possesses mm -hmm. the body of Jillian. Yeah. And Jillian is, like, freaking out and contorting and is, like, needs to be exercised. And yeah. uh, Sally gets back to the house, like, runs up the stairs. Her kids are freaking out. Rightfully so, because their aunt is going fucking insane. Oh, speaking of, the uh, the older aunts are gone at this point. They leave. Because oh, yeah. They're like, you clean up your own mess. We told you not to do this shit, and you did it anyway, so you fucking deal with it. Yeah, well, they're having it. their midnight margaritas, and their evening becomes warped by the bottle of tequila that they're drinking out of because they realize it's Jimmy's bottle of tequila, and Jimmy's mm -hmm. spirit has left it on the doorstep for them to enjoy. Uh, and the ants are like, what the fuck is going on in this house? And Sally and Jillian will not fess up. They're like, we don't. They're like, we, we took care of it. We can't tell. We can't tell you. We, we took care of it and it's done. That's it. We did it. And they're like, all right. All right. Fine. See if we fucking care. And so the ants leave. Um, and that's really cool of them <laughs> to leave like just the novice, the magic novices. <laughs> To deal with this undead man they make sure, and a very real police officer. <laughs> they make sure that the kids are okay. They give them each like a piece of twine from the <laughs> rope that hung their ancestor or attempted to hang their ancestor. And they like wear it around their necks and they are protected and safe. Which is like nice. Thank you aunts for looking out for your nieces. Um, but like, or well, great nieces, I guess. Um, yeah, great, great nieces. Great nieces, yes. But they just, they fucking yeet out of there. They leave. Yeah. So, back to Sally. Sally runs up the stairs, sees Jillian uh, being possessed, and then, like, Jimmy Angelo, like, rises from the body <laughs> of <laughs> Jillian in, like, this really terrible CGI moment. Um which, like, I get that they're trying to make him look creepy and, like, almost kind of holographic and see-through. But I'm like, come on. It would have been scarier if he was, like, you know, fleshy and uh, yeah, it was actually, like, the actor standing there and not, like, with a green screen behind him. But Yeah, I think they were trying to... Well, I don't know if it was a green screen. I think they overlaid onto his body because he, uh, he has this light in his eyes. Yes. They, that, like, kind of moves around not very functionally. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, they were trying to make him seem, like, ethereal, I think, with his spooky ghost demon form but I agree if he had come back as a zombie it might have been uh, a little spookier but I think they wanted that supernatural um, yes. Luke but um, fortunately a policeman detective I don't even fucking remember his name his name's Gary his name's <laughs> Gary okay god damn it I think for me that's 
that's my least favorite part of the movie is Harry. like he rolls up and I'm like, oh, you're going to fuck him? I'm so unattracted to him. <laughs> oh, no. Sandra. <laughs> you're so hot. You're mentoring. She is so is on hot. Point. You're so hot. Her hair it just wouldn't give up. It no. wouldn't give up. When she wears film. the like the the dress that's like white and it has green flowers and she wears the green um cardigan oh over it and she's in her apothecary shop and she's got her hair was, like up it's with It's reverse. A, white cardigan, green flowers, green dress. I only know that cuz I took a screenshot out of it. Wait, what are you ta- what are you talking about? When she's in the apothecary shop, her dress no, she is wears green. she wears a green cardigan. But her no. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll send you a picture right now. Three dollars. No, 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 no. Okay, three dollars. I'm finding it right now. Yep, here we oh. go. Green cardigan. No way. Yep, I'm sending it to you. Send in the Discord. Oh, I, I can't send it you. in the Discord. I'm I'm sending it to you over Instagram because my um keyboard's not plugged in. Here you go. Green cardigan. White dress. I I messaged it to you on Instagram. And her coffee's like stirring on its own. I'm upset, but you're very right. I'm thinking of her parent. Well, no, that is her parent teacher outfit. Yep. Which one is the parent? Is this a parent teacher conference outfit? Uh, I believe that she does go to the parent teacher conference in this outfit. Yeah. Or the just the, the PTA meeting. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Fine, you win. Take my money. I agree <laughs> that fit is fire, and she looks well, fucking fabulous. Yes, and her hair. She's got it up in this, like, clip, and it just <sighs> looks effortless. It's so effortlessly beautiful. Effortlessly gorgeous, yeah. Just the, the bangs, just like a, a little, just a... Mm-hmm. She looks so good. The tendrils, yeah. Ridiculous. Yes. Just stop it. My favorite, personally, is the black cami. The little um, kind of like beaded choker and her maxi skirt, like her linen. Oh, yes. Not linen, like her cotton maxi skirt with white sneakers. Please, Sandra, stop it. Stop, stop it. it immediately. Stop. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Fuck. What were you saying? What was I saying? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. All right. So Jimmy. Jimmy comes through Jillian's body and he's like, I'm feeling very into sisters right now, or whatever. I don't know. That's like <laughs> his line. Um, fortunately, not very attractive detective man is there, and he's witnessing Jimmy. So he knows what's going on. He knows that Jimmy's back. Jimmy's haunting them. And uh, Jimmy tries to attack him, but he brandishes his... No, no, no. Jimmy, like, thrusts his hand into the detective's, like, heart. Into his chest. Uh, into his chest. Hand goes only straight through his chest. Only to be thwarted by uh, his badge. Because his badge is in his chest. Yeah. Yeah, I guess his pocket, his his coat breast pocket, perhaps. I don't know. But his silver sheriff's detective's star badge um, just burns the shit out of Jimmy's hand for some reason. It like the law his is, hand open. It does. Just this brutal, meaty, flesh-opening wound caused by the star. Yes. Um, you know, because that's what American justice does. <laughs> Paranormals you beware. With the law. You don't fuck with the law. A lot of <laughs> subliminal messaging in this movie. <laughs> 
And so he like shoops back into Jillian's body to recover. We don't know. And Sally's like, fuck, we gotta exercise this bitch. The ants return. They're like, oh, we couldn't, we haven't saved her. Like we, you, you couldn't deal with it on your own. Okay. So Sally calls upon the PTA phone tree, which she is at the top of. And so she contacts all of the moms on the island or in their town um, to come participate in this seance, if you will, um, this exorcism. And all the moms are like, <laughs> well, you know, we're helping you because we're part of the PTA. And also we were like really curious about what the inside of your house looks like, um, but we're not friends yet. <laughs> Um, and so all the moms participate and they get a little spooked. There's spell makings, there's chanting, there's this very witchy, very fun, kind of crazy exorcism that happens. Um, and Jillian's ready to go. Jillian's like, man, come on. Uh, Jimmy just wants me. He doesn't want anyone else. Let him take me. And Sally's like, no can do, sister. Uh, and they banish Jimmy. <laughs> they do. They they he becomes uh, dust, and then yeah. all of the ladies like sweep him out of the house together with the brooms that they were using in the seance, which is such a great great move. I love that. I love that. One lady, I don't know if you caught it when they're first all arriving to the house. I know one exactly mom what you're up, gonna say, <laughs> and she's like, "Will this work?" She's, she's got, got like, like a, a little hand duster, like a like a hand fucking, vacuum. <laughs> the fucking dirt devil she brought with her. Yeah. <laughs> her little black and decker hand back for her car. She's like, Zoom. and they're like, she's no, bitch. We specifically said broom. <laughs> it's a ceremonial thing. Come on, get with it, lady. Like, what are you gonna do with his dust once it's inside of your vacuum? You gotta dump it out, you dumbass. Um, so yeah, they sweep his, uh, I don't know, ectoplasmic dust out of the house and into the yard and they pour this witch brew tomato on top juice. of it to like tomato juice. <laughs> they pour this hot, scalding, bloody Mary mix <laughs> over his, over his, um, dust his ashes. pile, his ashes and, um, poof. Then he's gone. And then at the very end of the film, now all the town loves them, and they jump off the roof ceremoniously on Halloween Mm -hmm. and land gracefully. All of them, the Jillian and Sally and the old aunts and the the daughters, they all do it together. And it's all the Owens women hop off the roof of their three story Victorian mansion uh, in their little Mary Jane witch shoes, their hats, their stockings, because they're witches and because it's 98 and we everything is good for white people. You know? <laughs> and that is Practical Magic. Fallon, what are some of your favorite five things? Five out of five. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, I agree. Five out of five. I absolutely adore this film but what are some of your favorite things about this movie well i think i mean you couldn't i i i (laughs) well i mean you know i love the fashion yes i think the things that i took away um that stayed with me was um the 
the aesthetic, the style, mm. the just pure. I mean, it's not pure because there's a lot of makeup involved, but the the natural beauty look carried by Nicole Kidman and um, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, and even the aunts. I mean, Stalker Channing, she's she's a knockout. She's yeah. so fun. Her characters are always wonderful, and so I I really loved just the style and the clothes. I think it has served for me personally inspiration for my wardrobe because I've been feeling very lost yeah, with my I have clothes. been, I agree. I've been looking at uh, maxi skirts for the last like two days. <sighs> Just trying to find some good ones to incorporate into my wardrobe. Dude, I went thrift shopping over you the did? weekend. Did you find I anything? I did and I, I found a maxi skirt. <gasps> Stop. What is the material? Um, it's probably um, polyester, mm-hmm. but the print is beautiful. It's black print with um, these big, it's definitely like from the 2000s, 90s. Oh, um, these yes. these big kind of um, like wine red flowers. Um, I'll send you a picture. They're, it, it's cute. I hated it at first when I got home and I actually got to try it on because you, <laughs> you can't try anything on in the store. So everything's a gamble, um, but I hated it. And then I looked at myself in the mirror today and I thought, you look cute. And I thought, try the skirt on again. And I did. <laughs> and I think the skirt's cute now. So, um, yeah, I bought I bought a couple of things. Um, but you haven't had any luck? Well, I've been looking online. Uh, maybe it's just yeah. like off season right now. It's really, I'm having difficulty finding something that I like that is like practical magic-esque. Um, yeah because it's it's cold it's the winter so maybe in the spring yeah. there will be more options but no I haven't found anything yet and I know exactly what I'm looking for I have like I I want their outfits you know I yes. want yeah. a specific I mean, kind of skirt Nicole Kidman I mean her little mini dresses yes. and the sweater but I just her her hair her bangs yeah. I have had that haircut I love that haircut I want that haircut again why it's, did you not get it again when you got your haircut? Because I have to wear a mask most of the day because I work at, in the public and it gets really, really hot in the Starbucks and like steaming all the milk and stuff. It gets really humid underneath my mask. And I figured if I also had bangs on my face that only leaves like my eyes that aren't covered by something and I, I just get way too hot. Like it, it's just very, very hot in the mask specifically at my store so I um like I don't have a problem wearing it out and I don't have a problem like wearing it if I go into the grocery store if I go to the bookstore that's fine but like when I'm steaming milk oh it's the worst so I didn't want to get bangs because of that but I'm gonna get this haircut again at some point when we don't have to wear masks anymore um because I I love it and I love bangs I think they're so cute they are cute and they are cute on you I have to tell you I was reminiscing on the first time I saw you with bangs <laughs> and I, you came into my house, you, I, I had invited you over, we were having a gathering, mm-hmm. I think it was like Halloween or something. And you came over and I was like, hi Paris. And you're like, hi Fallon. And I was like, what's up? And you're like, do you notice anything different about me? And I was like, nope. <laughs> you were like, I got bangs. And I was like, Paris, you've always had bangs. And you're like, no, Fallon. I have not had bangs. You have not ever seen me with bangs before. And I'm like, shut your fucking mouth. That's not true. I've seen you with bangs. You've had bangs this whole time. You just got them trimmed or something, right? I, like, bangs suit your face 
and like your style so well that it just didn't even (laughs) occur to me that you didn't have them before. Like I swear to God, (laughs) I did not notice a difference. Like, I don't know. So I'm excited for you to get them again because I think they look really cute on you. Thank you. Me too. I really like them. That's a very wonderful compliment. Thank you for that. No problem, boo-boo. Um, so yeah, the, the style of the movie, just like, I mean, the aesthetic is so like warm and I hate this word, but yummy. Mm. Like it just is delicious for the eyes. Um, if you're into that sort of vibe and, um, and I mean, it's got a banging playlist. Okay. The score, the soundtrack to that movie is so fun. So fun. It is. Uh, so I've been singing Faith Hill's This Kiss um, for the past 48 hours nonstop. Like, <laughs> just, I woke up this morning and I was like, it's the way you love me. Like, I just could not, I haven't, haven't been able to stop. I agree. Yeah. It, yeah. Anything else? What else do you like about this movie? I mean, I know I there's like- more, but. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's tons. I, I really like that, um, that it's all about ladies mm-hmm. and, and lady camaraderie and that there's an acknowledgement of the desire to, to find love and partnership and there's this, you know, touch, I mean, <laughs> big touch of romanticism uh, and like idealism and that's always very fun in a movie, mm-hmm. even if it's not super realistic, it's still like very fun. But I, I loved, I loved the margarita scene, not just because it's super fun and like a party. And I was like, God damn it, I want to have a fucking house party, and I wanna have, I wanna be with my friends in close quarters and drink and have fun and play cards and you know mm-hmm. do whatever. But it was like, it, it was the fact that it was a, a family. I think there was a, a touch of like longing for me. Um, Mm -hmm. with that desire that you and I have both talked about of living in a house with your loved ones. Yeah. Um, Because I think, you know, birth family can get pretty overwhelming, but when it's your chosen family and you've chosen people based off of common ideals and um, common interests and there's that, like, true kinship, I think they had that in the movie through, you know, their witchcraft and also just, like, staying together because the outside world feared them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made me it made me wish for that sense of like fun and kinship and camaraderie in my life. Um, obviously Casper and I have each other and we're like super lucky, super lucky to have that because not everyone has that right now. Um, but there's something very special about having friends too. Like Yeah. I agree. <laughs> you, you yeah. need it. Like they say you need, it takes a village to raise a child, but I think it takes a village to like <laughs> also raise a couple yes. and like, you know, like it, it just, it takes a village period. Yeah. Um, it takes a group. And so I think that there's a sense of like play and fun and community in watching that movie that just like, um, tickled that sense and shook that sense of longing for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? What about you, Paris? What's stuck with you about <sighs> practical magic? Well, I love that. I do love that as well. Um, that's a big part of it. I love the, like, 
I love that it's like a house full of lady witches and that, you know, they just like all live in this gorgeous lighthouse together. And God, what a dream. Um, what more could you want? I know. There's a big garden. They have a greenhouse that's like They're on the right sea. on the ocean. Yeah. It's it's amazing. They get to have lunch outside, like on a on a patio overlooking the ocean. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Are you kidding? Fuck off. I know. So I really like that. But I also really like um, this movie has like really unique uh, very specific things that, uh, what am I trying to look for? Or the word I'm trying to find. Here, I'll get, I'll just give an example. So, um, like Jimmy Angelov, when he's, or, and how do we say his last name? Angelov. Angelov. Right. Okay. He, when he's in the ground, right? This big mm-hmm. thorny rose bush starts growing above his grave and they tear it down and it grows back. But what's worse than the roses is all of these toads start showing up everywhere. And they're hopping around the garden. And there's one point where they're, like, getting everything out of the house. They're sweeping them out of the house. And the girls, like, the two young girls, like, bring out this massive sack full of toads. And they, like, spill it into the yard. I just love how it's like, oh, he's evil. And he brings thorns and toads. And just very, like, slime and icky. Icky, icky things. And there's that part where their um, Jillian is uh, tied to a chair because she's possessed, and they push the chair across the room, and in the wake from underneath yes. the chair is like this stream of toads yes. that just like appears under from underneath the chair. So good. So, so good. good. I love that. Yeah, I, I thought that was really really great. Um, what else do I love about this movie? I love the like tiny. Um, hints that like the witch things that happen so for example like Sandra Bullock always has her spoon and her tea is like stirring by itself or like (laughs) the stick in her coffee is like stirring around the coffee cup by itself and she has to like actively stop it when someone um, like sees it because she just doesn't think about it because that's just she just uses her powers to stir her cup of whatever she's drinking and I love that because like if I were a witch I would do shit like that all the time like how cool would that be just like tiny little things like stirring having your tea stir itself you know yeah, lighting I, the candles with a breath. That is so cool. I just love so that. Um, and I love, like, um, the, the little thing where she's, like, uh, Sandra Bullock goes downstairs. The Her daughters are chatting with the aunts. And she's, like, what are you guys doing down here? And one of the aunt goes, we're making toasts. And she looks at the toaster. And toast springs up out of the toaster. <laughs> you know they ain't making no goddamn toast. Nope. <laughs> they ain't making no toast. They're literally just sitting there eating chocolate, like, eating frosting. <laughs> I love that. And I love that her daughters are, like, starting to learn magic, even though they're kind of not supposed to. They, like, are learning it anyway. And her one daughter that looks like Jillian has her book, like, her mom's magic book and all of her notes from when she was younger, and she's been reading it. I just feel like there's, like, so many little things that they don't really touch on. They just, like, exist in this movie Mm -hmm. that, like, stick with me and I can't stop thinking about because I want to know more about it. It kind of creates this, like, lore and this world, like, within the film that they don't they don't delve into these things they just happen there you know and i love that it looks it's such a good setting yeah it's so good like yeah i think that is part of what contributes to like i don't know i keep saying the word aesthetic or like vibe but it's it's it feels like a complex world in a sense like it's not um just surface level they included all these little 
details, which I think makes me forgive them for their like uh, <laughs> <laughs> like visual uh, incontinuity. Yeah, <laughs> on some point with the the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would definitely so, give this movie five stars. Five out of five. Yeah. I love I love this movie, and it makes me feel so good when I watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's. It does. It likes. It's one of those movies that sticks with you, like sticks to your bones. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I would give it. I, I think I'd give it a four point eight out of five. Only, and the point two is only because I I really don't find um, the sheriff man very attractive. And I think he is. He is. He's mighty kind, but also like I didn't really feel like he was that big of a deal. Yeah. Like I feel like he could have helped them out. And then, like, never come back again. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, like, destined to be together because fate. But their relationship isn't really developed very well. And we yeah. criticize this all the time when we read it in books. But, I mean, you're right. Like, they they don't really have, like, that n- amazing on-screen chemistry. It's just kind of, like, they're together in the movie because she's the guy that he... You're, you're, he's the guy that she conjured you know, long yeah. time ago. And I like the scene where, like, <laughs> she, like, releases the petals and then they, like, flash back to it later and the petals, like, land around this young little cowboy riding a horse backwards. Yes! <laughs> that's really sweet and it's cute. so For cute. sure. I mean, that's adorable. Yeah, I, I love that. I honestly think if they had just used a different actor, I would have been happy. Oh, um, <laughs> I know, I know. I think he just reminds me of my last stepdad, and oh. I, it just like weirds me out. All right, um, well, but that's like, me. you know. So like, other than that, five. He's a nice. I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> I just want them to to make a sequel to this film because Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman still hot, right? And they're older like now, that. and like. <laughs> They could be the aunts, you know? I just... Oh, my God. Please. Okay, Paris. Um, Three-minute plot. Go. What happens? Fuck. Um, uh, okay, I don't want it to be centered around a man. It has to be, okay. like, a falling out between the two sisters, right? Like, something happens between them, and then they have to learn how to, like, uh, overcome their issues with one another and like forgive forgive one another and work together to solve a problem but it's not about a guy it's not like tension because of a man or like that's what practical magic is but Mm -hmm. this new sequel is like feminist and it is um like a a stacked lady cast um Fair. But what do you think happens to um, the husband? Is he? Are they all? Is like the husband and the two sisters and the two daughters living in the house? Are the daughters out of the house? Is the husband still there? Or yeah, the husband can be there. He can live in the house. That's fine. He can live in the house, <laughs> and um, Jillian lives in the house, but she's single. Um, okay. And the aunts uh, live in the house, but they're both ghosts. They're deceased, okay. <laughs> but their spirits are still there. But they're like good ghosts, not like Jimmy Angela of ghosts. Um, of and the daughters, uh, like maybe they, maybe they're like college age, right? And they, they like come back to the house. They come back to the island for some reason, mm. and uh, mm-hmm. and they, they haven't spoken in a while because they had like a falling okay. out, and they have to like work together to to, to fix. 
a problem. Maybe yeah. maybe their fucking moms go their mom goes missing. Uh, like Sandra Bullock's character, we don't know where she went, right? Oh, something like that yeah. happens. Or maybe uh, maybe one of the daughters, uh, you know, she maybe the curse is gone, but it doesn't mean that she's not having boy problems. Uh, you know, like no, it's not centered boy. around no, sorry, a man. Never mind. It's not centered around. No, a man. never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's definitely because Sandra Bullock went missing. She went missing, or one of them has like really bad credit card debt or something. I don't know. It's like not male focused. <laughs> Too many maxi skirts. Too many maxi skirts, and the credit card debt is insane. And yeah. then she like used her sister's credit cards to buy them too, and they have to reconcile. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and another police officer comes to investigate, and then Jillian marries that investigator. <laughs> no? I don't know you how don't I like feel that? about he's incorporating from, he's from Utah, the police though. into my uh, <laughs> my ideal practical magic sequel. Um, I'm gonna le- I'm gonna say no. But if that happens in your practical magic sequel, then that's fine. Oh, honey, the popo are going nowhere near my <laughs> practical magic sequel. Absolutely not. Yeah, let's just fucking leave them out. No thanks. I'm good with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. In fact, the husband's retired from the force, and he's opened up his own uh, pancake restaurant. A pancake flippery? Yeah. <laughs> it's horse and star themed. <laughs> my favorite color is a star. Come to my restaurant, and I will flip you a pancake on a horse backwards. <laughs> Those are the only lines that he says in the movie. He doesn't get to speak other than that. <laughs> and they get a different actor. Like, it's not the same. <laughs> why are you so mean to this poor man? I'm not. I'm not. That would be so fucking funny. Because you know they do. They, like, recast people sometimes. Sure, yeah. Like, with the uh, Halloween Town, like, the fifth Halloween Town movie, they were like, oh yeah, original Marnie's out. She's old now. We don't want her. We're getting a new hot thing in. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Where's the old Marnie? And the, even the old Marnie's like, what the fuck? Where's the old Marnie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just imagined it being like that. Um, being just some other, some other guy that I'm equally not attracted to. But I would just, I would, I feel like, please give that to us. I need that. I really want Practical Magic like the sequel please yeah yeah or like um uh, a, a live like stage adaptation with the same cast that we can watch online they like we'll film it stream. and put it yeah. on mm-hmm. on netflix or something hell yeah i'd like watch Hamilton. that too yeah and it's a musical and so it's like this kiss this kiss and like the townspeople <laughs> and the dogs are singing there are actors dressed up as dogs on stage. Yeah. They like chase yeah. after whoever's playing Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Oh, Sandra Bullock's playing Sandra Bullock. Oh, she is. Okay. It's the original cast. <laughs> They're just old. They're just old. And uh, during like Midnight Margaritas, like Jimmy's the one, he's like kind of rapping on like, I don't know, uh, animal. Uh, carcass that he found. He's like, oh got it by the coconut. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, Ooh, coming this spring. Broadway <laughs> Practical Magic original cast. 
Yikes. Oh, Practical magic. I don't know. I'd pay the to see musical. it. musical. Oh. You wouldn't see it? No, I said I would pay to see it. Oh, I would pay. I would pay. I would, I would pay. pay yeah. good money to see that. Fuck. Man, oh, man. I really do love this movie, though. And Brady watched yeah. it with me, and his one takeaway, he was like, wow, Sandra Bullock runs everywhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't she have a car? Apparently not, because they steal Jimmy's car, and uh, Sandra Bullock just runs uh, from place to place around the town. It's true. She does. She runs everywhere. I didn't think about that. <laughs> she's like, that's Casper. why she's so fit. Casper watched it with me, and uh, his takeaway was, yeah, Sandra Bullock's pretty pretty. <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's gorgeous, yeah. Because I, I was like, God, these fits, the outfits, I just can't. They're so good. And he's like, yeah, Sandra Bullock's pretty hot. <laughs> Uh, and like when the movie first started, he like casually asked, he was like, how old was she when she did this movie? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, it was in 98. So I don't know. We'll figure it out when it's over. He's like, okay, cool. Um, but now I know what. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, he was bewitched. (sighs) Well, I'm glad that we watched that. The movie made me feel really good. Me too. It was a real treat. I haven't felt like that in a while <laughs> after watching a movie. Like, it just, it, it really made made my day. Zuh, plural. Made today, too. Because it, <laughs> it, the music and reinvigorated my Spotify playlists, for nice. sure. <clears throat> well, good. Final thoughts? Um, if you haven't seen Practical Magic, now you know what it is. Um, yeah. And you should go watch it because it's a great film. You can find it apparently on Amazon Prime. Is that where you got it? Uh, yes. I paid for $3.99 for um, a 48-hour rental of it on oh. Amazon Prime. I also paid $3.99, but I bought a physical copy at the movie store that called You're The disgusting. Exchange. Hey, I wanted to own I this film you. for the rest I of my you. life, and I get to watch I'm it so whenever jealous. I want. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> can we watch it when we see each other of again? Of course we can watch it when you come visit. Of course we can. I have a plethora of witch movies, and we can watch them all. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Man. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Fantasy Time. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, If you liked it, you should send us a DM. Yes. Send us a DM. On Instagram. On Instagram. Follow us on Instagram as well. Comment and like on our posts. You can follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Time Podcast. Or send us an email if you don't have Instagram. Just chat with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Is there a movie like Practical Magic that you want us to watch and review and dote over and tear apart? If so, <laughs> fantasytimepodcast at gmail.com. And also, shout out to our new listeners and followers. Hello. It's nice to meet you. Hello. Welcome. It's really cool that you got Like, there are people out here listening to this podcast who are you please let us know we want to know what you look like we need to know our demographic okay send us a picture of yourself (laughs) without clothes on no No. don't do that 
keep your clothes on. Hey, but, but it's really cool that you're listening to our podcast. That's that's pretty awesome. It's really awesome. Um, so just welcome to everyone uh, who's new. I'm Fallon. This is Paris. Hi, I'm Paris. Uh, this is Fallon. Hello, I'm Fallon. Hi, I'm Paris. I am five foot three and a half, but I put <laughs> on my headshot and resume that I'm five foot four because you must be five foot four in order to be a Disney princess. And if that opportunity ever comes up in my life, I want to be prepared. Um, so I lie about my height. And fun fact about you? I am five foot ten and a half. I always thought I was five foot eleven, but that was debunked in my tenth grade gym class. Um, I wear a size eleven to a size eleven and a half shoe, depending on the brand and the type. And I have poor forward head posture. <laughs> I am a size six, um, size six and a half shoe, depending on the brand, and I have um, back problems. And ovarian cysts. I have ovarian cysts, too. In case you didn't know, I uh, struggle with my ovaries. They hurt. (laughs) They hurt right now, in fact. I have irregular periods. (laughs) Sometimes I go two to three months without having a period. And yes, I've bought many pregnancy tests. (laughs) One of my favorite stories about you, Fallon, is you (laughs) hating to use the self-checkout because it's like, please put your condoms in the bag or please rescan your pregnancy test. outs you and I love that you don't use it because of that reason I'm always so afraid because when I would go I'd go to like Fred Meyer and I'd buy a box of condoms because I don't use hormonal birth control my body rejects IUDs and I refuse to do implant things because I don't like pain Um, so I use (laughs) condoms and I would go to self-checkout and something would happen where it, it doesn't call you out. Like, it doesn't explicitly say, like, condoms. But I'm not <laughs> expecting it to because it does say, like, apples and shit. Yes. But it's like, it's like, put your item in calling for help. And I'm like, no, 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 bitch. No, no, no. We don't need any help. We don't need, we're fine. We're fine. Because I'll just be buying condoms. Like, there's nothing I can hide <laughs> it underneath or, like, my pregnancy test. And I was living in a college town. So it was like... Condoms and pregnancy tests from Fred Meyer. Oh, it's the two for one. Excellent. Oh, you buy non-latex even though you don't have a latex allergy? Fascinating. Like, you know what I mean? Normalize buying condoms in the store, okay? (sighs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Fantasy Time. Thank you for listening to Fantasy Time. We're a part of the TJBS Radio Podcast Network. If you want to make your own podcast or listen to ones that you've never heard before, check us out at tjbsradio.com. That's fucking it. Okay? Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Mm-hmm. In fact, the husband's retired from the force, and he's opened up his own uh, pancake Restaurant. A pancake flippery.
Yeah. <laughs> it's horse and star themed. <laughs> my favorite color is a star. Come to my restaurant and I will flip you a pancake on a horse backwards. Those are the only lines that he says in the movie. He doesn't get to speak other than that. <laughs> 